Locked On Podcast Network and Radio.com present Locked On Today. Why no primetime love for the Cleveland Browns? Did the Jaguars come out of the gate with a win this season? Plus, could the Cowboys start 0-2 and and wouldn't the drama be fun? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. We got the NFL schedule release on Wednesday evening. And of course, big matchups, big storylines to get to here. Joining me now, CBS Sports Insider, Jason LaConfora. You can also find him with our friends at Odyssey at 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore. And Jason, I think one of the major stories that people were keeping an eye on is how would the league handle the Green Bay Packers with all of the uncertainty around Aaron Rodgers? They got five primetime games. Yeah. How much do you think we can take from from the way that the Packers <laughs> were scheduled? Yeah, I, no, I don't. I don't think you can at all. You know, this process is is arduous, and um, I've gotten to know Howard Katz a little bit over the years, who really is is sort of the main guy behind putting this whole thing together, along with Mike North and. Um, there's computers and algorithms involved, but it's also a whole lot of um, writing things down and scratching them out and, and, and going through various permutations. And it's an arduous undertaking. And they weren't going to scrap you know, where they were uh, draft night when all of a sudden Team Rogers decides to go public with all their grievances. We're, we're way far down the road by now. That's an iconic franchise. The fans travel well. Um, the jersey it connotes uh, certain things, and 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 you know it's kind of like the Cowboys, and, and kind of like some of these NFL brands where um, it's going to resonate, even if they're dealing with personnel issues at any uh, point in time. So no, I, I think Green Bay was going to factor into a ton of preseason games. I'm sorry, it's a ton of primetime games because they're Green Bay. And because they have the reigning MVP, at least on paper, as this process was being done, uh, and the way the schedule lines up, it puts them in a lot of uh, premium games against other first-rate opponents, and people tune in to watch them. So I, 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 don't, I would not read one thing into it one way or the other. Yeah, you, I think you can also make the case that whether Aaron Rodgers plays for them or not, every week they will be a storyline because yeah. Aaron Rodgers may yeah. or may not soap be opera. playing for them. Right, the soap opera is something the NFL thrives on. So a couple changes here this season. We have the extra game, and they tweaked the flex rules a little bit. How do you see that changing uh, you know, how uh, the quality of games, frankly, that we get to see in the national windows. Yeah, I, I think that is obviously the, the end game is to continue to boost ratings, continue to find ways to funnel the best potential products out of a regional window and into a national window and allowing the broadcasters in conjunction with the league, the ability to facilitate that. It's kind of taking a page a little bit, I think, out of what's been going on in European football and soccer mm. and some of those leagues and the way it's worked in the in the English Premier League. Look, as a consumer of football stuff, I'm all for it. As I was looking at the, the primetime games, I saw, you know, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, those are names that we expect to be in primetime a lot. But 
potentially the best team in that division. Cleveland only got yeah. three of those primetime games behind teams like Chicago, Minnesota, teams that, I don't know, I don't think are going to be as good. What is it going to take for Cleveland to get a little Rodney Dangerfield well, around here, Jason? I think they could be one of those teams, though. Like, I was looking at some of their schedule, and, like, they have a, an alleged 105 game against Baltimore in December. Like, I don't, you know. Right. Hey, as someone who's employed by CBS, I, I would love for us to get that game <laughs> in that window. And I know things are protected, and then they're not protected. Like, there, there's a lot of machinations that are way above my pay grade, right? But, like, that was a game I circled and said, if I'm actually talking about that game at length, you know, on the NFL today leading up to kickoff that week, I'll be shocked because I have a feeling it, it's going to end up in some different window. And that may be true of multiple Browns games. Locked On Today is brought to you in partnership with Odyssey. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y, your new home for music, news, sports, and podcasts. Download the Odyssey app today. Coming up, do the Jaguars come out of the gate with a win this season? That's next. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Dealing with buying car parts is a pain, it's a hassle, and you're probably going to get overcharged. And guess what? The worst part is you're probably not even going to know because you don't know what these parts are supposed to cost. And just because you're a regular person and not a professional, you may get charged even more. Rock Auto does not do that. This is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. They've got everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts. Go to rockauto.com now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The Cleveland Cavaliers should be tanking. They lost 11 in a row. They also forced Boston into the playing round tonight and John Corrales to cover his face with a paper bag. Hey there, John Corrales here from the Locked On Celtics podcast. The Boston Celtics lose to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, the Celtics have been slump busters for the Oklahoma City Thunder, who had lost 14 in a row before playing the Celtics. And now, the Cleveland Cavaliers, who have lost 11 in a row before beating the Boston Celtics. Will the Boston Celtics win again this season? I don't know. 2021 really is a strange year. Celtics fans have their heads in bags and the Clippers feel like they could win the NBA championship. What is going on? It's been a few years, but Atlanta secured their spot in the playoffs last night. Hello friends, my name is Brad Roland and Atlanta Hawks are heading back to the playoffs officially for the first time since 2017. It wasn't easy on this fine Wednesday, but the Hawks came back from 13 down in the second half to beat the Washington Wizards and officially clinch a playoff spot. There wasn't a ton of doubt about a top six seed for the Hawks coming into tonight, but it had to be academic. And now that it is, the Hawks can look forward to potentially winning out. They'll be favored in their final two games as they eye the number four seed overall in the East. As you might imagine, lots of celebrations from Atlanta in the post game and with good reason, but they still understand they have work left to do and the playoffs are now, that one goal is achieved, but there is more to come. In fact, uh, winning a playoff series is now a very, very reasonable goal for this Hawks team. So a big night from Trey Young, Mike Donovich, John Collins, 
Clint Capella. The usual suspects in a lot of ways for Atlanta played well enough to win this game. Did the Hawks play their best? Probably not, but it was enough to get the win. And with that, it is now official. The Hawks heading back to the playoffs. The Mavericks beat the Pelicans on Tuesday, but the Trailblazers also beat the Jazz, so they're tied for fifth and sixth. But Portland owns the tiebreaker between the two. What up, y'all? Pass first point guard, host of Lockdown Blazers, Mike Richmond. Blazers take care of business Wednesday night, beating the shorthanded Jazz in Salt Lake City, handing the Jazz just their fifth loss all year at home. And now the math is simple. The Blazers win one of their final two games, and they will secure the sixth seed and finish ahead of the Los Angeles Lakers. They win them both, they're fifth, and beat the Dallas Mavericks. Simple enough, right? All they gotta do is beat Phoenix in Phoenix tomorrow night, and then hold off the Denver Nuggets on Sunday. Two tough teams, two tough games, but step one is complete as the Blazers get a big win over the Jazz. These three games are gonna be hard. Blazers go one for one. The next two will be the toughest test. To make things even more confusing, the Lakers beat the Rockets and are only one game back of the Trailblazers and the Mavericks. If there's a three-way tie, Dallas will get the five seed because they won their division. I need to get my abacus out here. The Trailblazers would get the six seed and the Lakers would stay in the seven seed and have to play in the play-in. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for today on betonline.ag. With the NFL schedule release, you can now bet on week one NFL games like the Dallas Cowboys at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The betonline.ag line is Tampa giving six. The New Orleans Saints will be without Drew Brees for the first time in a long time. The Packers might have Aaron Rodgers. We'll see. The betonline.ag line for their week one matchup is the Saints giving two and a half. The Cleveland Browns are expected to be in the mix for a potential conference title this year. They open in Kansas City. The betonline.ag line for this game is the Chiefs giving five and a half. For all your NBA, MLB, NHL, horse racing, gambling needs, and of course those NFL week one bets, future bets, check out the latest on betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline and use the promo code locked on for that 50% welcome bonus. Here's another story you can't go without. Last night, Locked On NFL was live on our YouTube channel and hosts Ross Jackson and Cody Rourke were joined by Locked On Jags host Tony Wiggins and Locked On Texans host Cody Davis. Tony came in strong off the beginning as they discussed Jags-Texans week one matchup. Ain't no way y'all gonna beat us. Look, <laughs> hey, Ross, you know... There's no way we are going to lose to a... First time root yeah. quarterback in his very first game in the yeah. NFL, NFL yeah, with okay. Tim Tebow, guy who has not okay. played in All what right. a whole decade as a tight end. Come on, right, I'm gonna I'm I'm tell you what, I'm gonna make a bet, I'm gonna bet you a massage. Okay, so this is what I'm gonna do. <laughs> oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. But I'm, I'm going to bet you and John a massage, but it's going to be one. And y'all going to have to split it if y'all win. So I don't know how y'all going to pull that off. But I tell you what, you must have lost your mind, man. Matter of fact, we could have started this show at 5 o'clock. You know why we ain't started at 5 o'clock? Because Houston just made their draft pick at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Y'all had to wait so long. That's why. Man, come on, man. You know damn well y'all ain't going to beat us. And T-Boy ain't got nothing to do with this. You know y'all ain't going to beat no Jacksonville, man. We have a better defensive coordinator we have, uh, I, I guess, a respectable starting quarterback in Tyrod Taylor. And let, let's be honest, this team on the surface, when you exclude everything that's going on with Deshaun Watson, you can actually make the argument that we are at least somewhat better than we were last year. Like I mentioned. 
that you will hurt the Houston Texans in 2020 when you exclude the nonsense of trading DeAndre Hopkins for a bag of chips. If that, they didn't even get a sandwich out of the deal. <laughs> You're looking at a situation those first four games really hurt the Texans. This one is a I little bit easy. I understand. I saw y'all new coach with a brown suit. And a pea green shirt. Ain't no damn way y'all in no game at his introductory press conference. Oh, my goodness. I could listen to Tony all day. Another thing you can catch on the Locked On NFL YouTube channel is every NFL team's easiest win. Don't hold us to all of them. Here's the Panthers. Hi, I'm Julian Council, host of the Locked On Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. The Carolina Panthers 2021 schedule is officially out. Well... Technically, it's been out since January. We've known the opponents, but now we know the dates. And looking at it, what game should be the easiest win for the Panthers on the schedule? Let's go ahead and start off with week one. One o'clock on CBS over at Bank of America Stadium on 800 South Mid Street. The Panthers versus the New York Jets. The Jets just drafted second overall. Took Zach Wilson, making it a Sam Darnold revenge game. Also, Greg Van Roat, McFarland, the Carolina Panther, now playing with the Jets. And a couple other Jets on the roster here in Carolina, Frankie Luvu, and of course, Robbie Anderson. You're going to think that those guys are going to be motivated. And you also have to think about it. The Jets are one of the worst run organizations in the entire NFL. They were a team as a brand new head coach, Robert Sala. They're going to be breaking in a rookie quarterback in Zach Wilson against a defense, not a veteran defense here in Carolina, but a young defense that added a lot of talent this past offseason. you got to think that week one against the Jets should by far be the easiest game the Carolina Panthers have this season if there's any such thing as an easy game in the National Football League. Could the Cowboys start 0-2 and, and wouldn't the drama be fun? Our Q of the Day is next. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is the number one protein bar out there. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. The best tasting protein bar that has ever been and perhaps that ever will be. Delicious flavors, limited time flavors, all of them deliver in a way, frankly, I never could have imagined when I first discovered Built Bar. They are all also not just delicious, but they are high in protein, high in fiber, low calorie, and low sugar. I don't know how it works. I don't ask questions. I just gladly eat them. Right now, our listeners can get a promotional offer with 15% off when you use the promo code LOCKED15. That's 15% off your first order at BuiltBar.com with the promo code LOCKED15. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day. The Dallas Cowboys are back, right? America's team, Dak Prescott, is healthy. And then the schedule comes out Wednesday and they open the season going to the defending Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then, just for fun, they get to go play Justin Herbert and an ascending L.A. Chargers team. Joining me now from Locked On Cowboys, Landon McCool. And Landon, first, let me just revel in the fact that I nailed where the Chargers play now. I screwed that up all of last season. (laughs) Let me ask you this. The Cowboys start 0-2. And all of a sudden, we have to do this Mike McCarthy stuff all over again. How excited are you for that? Oh, man. I, uh, I'm, I'm about... <laughs> I would look forward to that as uh, any discussion uh, over whether Dak has signed his contract or not uh, any day of the week. Uh, yeah, I, I look, I, I honestly, I don't think you need to get to 0-2 uh, for the uh, pitchforks to come out in Dallas. I, I imagine you could get it to halftime of that Buccaneers game. And if the Cowboys are down by 
more than seven points, then I'm sure there's going to be a segment of Cowboys fandom ready to uh, push him out the door. We were talking before we came on that the schedule seems to be pretty workable for the Cowboys, depending on how you feel about the improvements that that some of the NFC East teams made. When you look at this schedule, do you feel like, hey, this is a team with the talent that they have. If Dak Prescott stays healthy, they should be considered the favorites in in their division. Yeah, I mean, I think that there's some you know spots at the schedule that I mean, look, we're, we're looking at the schedule way early, but I think there's some yeah, spots. It's, you know, it's that, May twelfth. Yeah, yeah, definitely include that. You know, I think there's spots where they they need to get by. I mean, I think you you mentioned the early the first two games are two tough teams that are uh, you know going to give the Cowboys a run for their money for sure. Obviously, the Super Bowl champs will definitely do that, and then a, a difficult game out here in Los Angeles, I, which I'm excited about because I'm in Los Angeles, so maybe I'll be there for what could be a very tough game for the Cowboys. But I think, yeah, I mean, you look at the rest of the schedule, it, it's pretty doable. The, the buy is a little bit earlier than I would have liked. But I think really the schedule one through nine to 10 seems pretty reasonable. It's, it's you know, week 11 through 14, right around Thanksgiving, where things really seem to get difficult. The Cowboys in the final four weeks, they play at New York, they play home for Washington, they play home for Arizona, and they play at Philadelphia. It just seems like an absolute lock that, at Philadelphia is for the division because that's how this works every year. <laughs> so I'm going to actually make it easier for you. What are the chances that one of those three divisional games at the end of the year, those December and then early January games are in fact for the NFC East crown? Yeah. I mean, I have to think it's, it's happened almost every single year. And I, I think somebody uh, pointed out that the Cal- the NFC East has had a new ch- uh, champion every year since I think 2004, if, that, if I'm not mistaken. So um, it, it certainly stands to reason that it's going to be a tight race again this year. Uh, I, I, if I'm picking somebody other than Dallas to kind of be involved in, in that kind of game right now, I got to pick Washington, you know, and they play Washington week 14 at Washington and week 16 at home. So it could be that those two games, uh, you know, it, the results of those two games are really the, the ones that kind of make or break things for the Cowboys, uh, you know, as far as the NFC East goes. And finally, you may have seen the news that the Green Bay Packers signed a quarterback on Wednesday. Big news, right? Well, his name is Blake Bortles. And no, this has nothing to do with the future of Aaron Rodgers, other than maybe that he's probably not going to be at OTAs and minicamp. And guess what? That is not a shock to anyone. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked on Bets. Download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up Friday, the NBA playoff seating is nearly set. We'll have the latest. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.